0: everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Balkan Bread Podcast. My name's Amina, and thank you guys so much for being here. So, I feel like I haven't recorded a podcast in a very long time. Um, We were kind of on a roll for a while back in July, I think it was, and then August just went by in a complete blur. So trying to get back on the podcast game, and I've really been trying to reach out to some different guests that we can have on the show, just other people who have either started their own businesses or just have really inspiring stories. So, I actually have two of my good friends on the episode today. I'm super excited to have them here. And both of them actually launched their businesses this year. So, very recently, um, you guys have probably seen a lot of their things on Instagram. I'm always kind of sharing you know the different things that they're making stuff like that so we're going to hear a little bit more about just how they started how they got the idea for their business and what other plans they have for the future so super excited and the two guests that i have today are my friends arnella so arnella makes jewelry you've probably seen her earrings on instagram they're super beautiful it's at arnella made on instagram and then I also have my friend Resema here on the episode. So her business is Radiance by Resema, And basically she has a ton of cool skincare, self-care products. So there's things like body scrubs, lip scrubs, super pumped. I'm going to have each of them just kind of introduce themselves. I can go first. This is
1: Arnella. Uh, I live outside of Cincinnati, technically northern Kentucky, but a lot of the times when I say Kentucky... People are like, ooh, KFC, cows, and I'm like, hmm, I live like 10 minutes away from the city. I mean, you could go 10 minutes further and see tons of cows, but anyway. I was born in Berlin, but my family's from Sarajevo and then we moved into the U.S. in the late 90s, like a lot of us, um, and we settled here in northern Kentucky, but my full-time job, I work at a local uh, children's hospital, and this is my side hustle, jewelry making, started making headbands, wearing one right now. <laughs> uh,
2: hi, everyone. hi everyone, I'm Summer. Uh, I have lived in St. Pete, Florida for most of my life. I came to America when I was only 14 months old. I was born in Bosnia in Sanskimos, but both my parents are from Predor. I'm currently education. finishing up I'm my final year and I work full-time as a pharmacy tech. Education. I am a full-time student and I work full-time as a pharmacy tech. I launched Radiant Spire Summit about a month ago. Um, And as of now, I'm just kind of trying to balance all of my passions and aspirations all at once.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I love how you both are doing, you know, so many other things and, you know, still working hard to get this business kind of up and running. Um, Very busy. I remember just like when I was in college, always trying to do 50 million things at once. And, you know, not much has changed since then. We're still doing a lot of things, but it's all really exciting stuff. And, you know, my favorite thing after starting this is just getting to meet other people who might be interested in different things. Um, They're good at things that I'm not good at, but learning from them and just kind of learning about how they do business and also how they got started with their businesses. So, That kind of goes into the next question, which is when did you first become interested in starting a business and what made you finally take that leap? So this is Arnella. Uh,
1: I've been interested in starting a jewelry making business for about three years now. I've been making jewelry just for myself and friends and family for three years. And it's funny that you use the word leap I'm going to sound like a super nerd, <laughs> but have you guys ever watched the movie Into the Spider-Verse? Yes? No? Maybe? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Who's in the movie? What is it called? Into the Spider-Verse. It's this like animated Spider-Man version.
0: Oh, okay. I see. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm looking it up right now.
1: <laughs> okay, so again, super nerd, but Matt and I, my husband, uh, we're like super into Marvel. He loves Spider-Man, but anyway. In that movie, there's a scene where Miles, the main character, is like really worried about becoming Spider-Man, and he's questioning how he'll know when he becomes Spider-Man. And the other character says, you won't, it's just a leap of faith. And that, for some reason, struck a chord in Matt and I, like we referenced that scene a lot, we love that scene, and truly, that's all it was. This year, I took a leap of faith in myself, started believing in myself, and thinking, hey, you know what? What's stopping me it's, is me. That's the only thing that's stopping me. So just went for it. And I've been loving every minute.
0: And now you guys have a Spider-Man poster. So I'm, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> I mean. like You need that and you're above your desk or something. Okay. Do you see? <laughs> you guys are listening, she literally, we're on um, Zoom, so I can see them, and she literally just moved her computer to uh, show me the poster hanging on the wall. And this
1: is my side of the bed.
0: (laughs) I I think that's awesome, and it just kind of breaks it down. That's the easiest way to understand. It's like, oh, yeah, I watched this movie, and, you know, that inspired me.
2: I think that's really cool. So,
0: very cool. And what about you, Rosemma?
2: So... I just launched back in August, like uh, exactly a month ago. Um, But I actually wanted to launch a different company back in March, and I had my whole Instagram page like set up. I had all the the posts that I was going to do set up, and then I just couldn't do it. Like it was just I was so anxious. I just psyched myself out, and I it was actually going to be like an essential oil company, essential oil candle company. Um, And so I was like, okay, just give it a month. You'll be okay give yourself a month, you'll be build up the confidence. Well, then a month came. And like four other like balkan owned candle companies like opened up. And I love that. I, I have a couple of them. I love them. But I felt like there wasn't really a need for me anymore. So there wouldn't be a role for my business. Um, so then I just kind of went back to the drawing board. Um, at this time, I was already making my own skincare products. So I just rebranded um, and instead of, t- I turned my Instagram account into a DIY skincare recipe page for anyone that wanted to make their own products um, in their own reusable packaging. From this, done Radiance by Rosemma uh, When many of the girls who saw my recipes told me to start selling them, that's when I decided, okay, we're going to do this like you're not going to chicken out this time. Do it. Just do the dang thing. Um, so I decided I wanted to offer my recipes in non-plastic eco-friendly packaging that can be reused many times and just not thrown out after one use. So I launched it last month and I mean, I was still super nervous, but I did it. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, I remember. I don't know which group. I feel like we've created so many Instagram groups. I've lost track. Um, (laughs) We're making, um, it's actually, I'm almost done with it, but we're making this video which basically just features a bunch of different um, female-owned Balkan businesses and from that we actually started this Instagram like DM group. So we just kind of go back and forth exchanging ideas and kinds of things um, which is exciting but I remember when you first um, launched it or said you were going to do it and you're like I don't know if people like this or I remember seeing the page that you made for it and I was like oh I really hope she turns this into a business and like I could tell it was something that you liked doing and talking about Um, so that was really yeah but I think the response was really good I mean I remember just seeing I think you launched it on I don't know it was like a Sunday night or something and just seeing everyone Mm -hmm posting like, oh, I just got this. I just got that. Like, I'm so happy that it's working out because it can be nervous, especially when you're like, is anyone, does anyone want this? Is anyone going to want to support me? That's not just like, you know, my close family and friends. So I think that's, that's a very, um, like common thing to think, um, anyone that's, you know, wanting to do something. But I think in your case, it did work out. And hey, you know, <laughs> even, if it even if it didn't go as well, like at least you tried doing it. Um, and I think that's that speaks for itself because um, there's a lot of people that have different ideas, um, but they don't want to you know, do anything about it. So kudos to you. Very, very happy. And I got to say, every
1: product is amazing. <laughs> Aww, <you're> so- <laughs> i number, number one fan. Literally buying everything. My face feels so soft. I wish you guys could feel it.
2: I actually just used it today, too, like right before this, and I'm just like...
1: Yeah. I gave some to my... I gave, like, I scooped a little bit out to my mom, because you do have a generous portion in there, so just so you guys know. <laughs> but I scooped <laughs> I it out. I <laughs> <do>. <laughs> she scoops them out and gave it to my mom, and she's like, oh my god, this is good. I need some. And I'm like, yeah, I know, that's what I've been oh. saying. <laughs>
2: Oh, that makes me so happy to hear. I've heard a lot of like positive feedback. So for someone like me who has like so much anxiety about like everything, always, to hear like the good things that people are saying, it just like, it takes such a weight off my shoulder. It's like, I feel like I'm just carrying around this like ball of, oh, you're gonna fail, always.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of inevitable, like eventually, like something might go wrong or whatever. But I mean, that's any business. I always tell people that having a business or a side hustle or whatever you want to call it. It's literally just, you're just managing like problems, basically. Like that's all that it is, which sounds kind of weird. But once you have the foundation set up, like that's literally, if you're a good problem solver, then you'll be fine, honestly. So the next question that I have um, for each of you, just kind of individually, I guess Arnella will follow the order since you're answering first. Um, How did you start making jewelry and was it something that you'd done before in the past just kind of like as a hobby and then you decided to monetize it or was it something that you kind of just discovered and were like, let me just try this out, see what happens.
1: It was kind of both. It was definitely a hobby previously, but it was a hobby that I picked up and put down. Do you guys remember those tassel earrings that became really popular a couple of years ago? So that's what I started with. I started making those tassel earrings and I thought about selling those but they just blew up so quickly. And I just felt like I couldn't catch up. I felt like I was late to the game. And again, I didn't believe in myself, so I just didn't start. And then this quarantine obviously started this year. and I'm sitting at home and I said, I need to have another hobby besides Netflix. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm gonna go online. I'm gonna get some more charms. I'm gonna find different material to start making earrings again. And I also, I think I got on YouTube one day and was just looking at jewelry DIY and came across clay jewelry. And that is a new hobby. So clay jewelry is is not something I've done before. It started in March and I've had so much fun. And I was like, you know what? It's time. Let's make some money, you know. Um, Let's save money while we're here. And then, you know, when all this ish is over with, go on vacation with the money you're making. (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's the oh. I forgot that your business was like born out of like the quarantine and everything, like this time. Um, because I knew it was relatively new, but my time, like I'll think it's been, you know, just a month and it's been like five months, and I'm like, oh September.
1: <laughs> this year is the slowest and fastest year of my life. What is happening? Like you said earlier, how August just flew by. Yeah, it was a minute, literally a minute. <laughs> I don't know what's happening.
2: I know we're like almost in the middle of September. Like, You're right? What?
0: <laughs> well, at least you guys started. Never too late to start, which I think is really cool. Um, what else was I gonna say? So with the earrings that we see, um, just out of curiosity, how long does it take you to like make like a pair, or you do kind of like these batches? I'll see, and then you'll do, you know, this collection is releasing. Um, kind of do that like on a I guess, like monthly basis, Crack me if yeah. I'm but.
1: Yeah, so far I'm doing it monthly. When I first started selling, I did made to order and that gave me a lot of anxiety because I would be sitting there and 12 orders would come in, which I was so grateful for, but I couldn't enjoy it because I was sitting there looking at that and thinking, oh my God, I have to find the time to make 12 pairs of earrings now on top of my full-time job. Um, and just you know wanting to hang out with my dog <laughs> and my husband. So I reversed it. And now what I do is I spend the few weeks, let's say like three or four weeks, um, leading up to the launch, just creating whenever I'm feeling inspired or in the moment, I just make what I can. And I do it in batches. So time wise, it's really hard to really tell you how long it takes to make a pair of earrings because I usually make it in batches and it takes an hour to bake and a couple hours to cool off and then there's also sanding and assembling. So I really haven't sat down and set a timer and really calculated how much it how long it takes me and I really should but I do it in batches. So again like I said I do it whenever I'm feeling in the mood and then whatever I have leading up I just combine that and then that's the launch. So did I answer your question?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, you didn't. I was was thinking as you were talking, it would be so cool if you did a time lapse or just some kind of video that shows like the process because what I found is people like to see the behind the scenes of, you know, whatever they're ordering, they love that. So I think that would be something cool. Yes,
1: I've started doing that a little bit, but I need to get, a tripod or something that holds my phone because right now I'm doing it with my hand holding my phone and then trying to make the earrings with the other hand. And that is not
2: possible. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's easier
2: to show it than to actually explain yes. all of it.
0: It's a hundred percent right. How is the process for making your skincare products? Like how does that go? Cause you make everything kind of in batches as well, right?
2: Yeah. Originally like when I started I, I was making more cause like, the launch was like, you know, the biggest part, like everyone kind of jumped to it at the beginning. Now I'm making like smaller batches. I don't want to keep the product at my house Mm -hmm. (laughs) for like a certain amount of days. So like I'll, now I'm starting to just make it more like at need, like who orders it just so that it's like more fresh and like it'll last even longer. I mean, most of the products actually don't have actually none of them have an expiration date right now because all the ingredients are natural and um they're yeah so (laughs) they're actually not that hard
0: yeah that's awesome because you have to think about being cost efficient too and it's like you don't want to make so much of one particular product and then people end up ordering a bunch of the other product that maybe Mm -hmm. you didn't make as much of and then you're kind of like scrambling so I completely completely understand that and I guess we talked a little bit about, you know, how you had started making these, you know, different body care products on your own, just kind of for fun. It was something that you enjoyed. So I guess kind of walk us through how that all started, because you were going to do candles and then you kind of transitioned to like skincare. Um, yeah. That
2: whole. So I've been making like my own personal skincare products for like about two years now. Like that was just like my thing for myself. And that really started Cause I was just becoming more aware of like my carbon footprint. Um, so i like did a lot of research on like recycling and how to go greener. And I realized like I was constantly buying skincare products that, you know, you, you can't reuse the bottles. Most of the time you just throw it out after you buy a new one. And I was spending so much money and I was using so much plastic. So I really tried to reduce that. And so I researched where I can buy like bulk ingredients. And there's this little place in St. Pete called the refillery. It's not too far away from me. And they sell like bulk items to um, like, you just bring your own container, you can fill it up with whatever ingredient you want. And that's what I do. Um, So I'm not wasting any packaging, not wasting any product that way. Um, But for real, it was more like I was going greener. And then I started researching more about like each individual product. And I realized the kind of stuff that was in them. And I was like, you know what, I don't really want to put that on my face. Um, I can't even pronounce that word. Why is it going on my skin? So then I did more research and made my own recipes and made my own products for myself that I've been using. And then when the whole, you know, candle thing fell through, I was sitting there one day and I was talking to my boyfriend and I'm like, you know what, like, why don't I, you know, start the DIY recipe page? Like, let me share that with other people. Um, I'm sure there's someone else out there that's like me that might not want to have to resort to going to like the store to buy a beauty product and they would like to rather make it themselves or find a way to get a more natural product, but not compromise on a good product. So I started sharing the recipes and people really wanted to buy it. So I was like, okay, I'll start selling them. (laughs) So that's how that happened. Yeah,
0: it's so there is this whole, you know, eco friendly aspect to it too, which I think is really cool and important. And also, you were talking about how you would go and, you know, buy these different products and then you didn't really necessarily know what was in them. And that is always a struggle. And there are certain brands where it's just so bad for you. Like, what's that one where they have? Uh, Saint Ives, like they have all those scrubs. Like, Apricot scrub. Yeah, like terrible to not use. Um, I I'm saying this because I did an episode with my friend Ada, and she's like super into skincare. So she's like telling me all this stuff, and if she sees something that I'm using, and she's like, um, like I guess Mario Badescu is like terrible for you apparently, he did not yeah. Do that, so yeah, I didn't? Yeah. So I threw it away. That I was like, okay. <laughs> so you guys gotta gotta keep me on track because that's the thing. It's like, if I'm going to go and buy a product, I spend so much time researching it now because I'm like weary of what it's going to be and what's in it, how it's going to affect my skin. Um, Just because like when I was in high school and even middle school, like I was always dealing with acne and all this terrible, like I had to go and Accutane. I tried all these different, you know, products and things like that. So now I'm definitely kind of, what I found that works best is all natural stuff. So like I'll use, I use the lush like face masks that they have. Like those were really Mm -hmm. my favorite for a while just because I'm like, Oh, well it's fresh. Like, you know, it doesn't have any added junk in it. So I think that's really
2: like, I call it hype buying. So like if something's really hyped up, what I used to do is I would buy it, try it, but then like it sits in my like bathroom and like, I don't really use it consistently. So I was wasting money. It was just sitting there and then like, At the end, I would actually look into the product. I'm like, why did I ever buy this? Like, why didn't I just look before I bought? But it's like, because everyone hypes it up.
0: And I don't know if you guys,
2: yeah, if you guys have seen, like, um, people, like, before were like, oh, witch hazel for your face, witch hazel for your face. Do not put that on your face. Oh, really? Do not put that on your face. Your face will be leather in 20 years. It is not good for your face. Oh, I didn't know
1: that. I'm pretty sure (laughs) Or no, throw that away.
2: (laughs) I didn't used to know. I didn't know that either. I used to put that on my face. Like, oh, it's a toner. It's astringent. Yeah. It'll be good for, but no, no okay you've inspired me to
1: go look at every single ingredient I mean now I really only use your face scrub and then moisturizers but I do have some toners and I was just looking I just listened to the podcast um where you guys were talking about um vitamin c serums so I'm looking at all my vitamin c serums I'm like are any of these good (laughs) (laughs) so now I'm so anxious about the stuff that I'm putting on my face but you're so right you really should be able to read what the ingredients are. Like, if you can't pronounce it, you probably shouldn't be putting it on your face.
2: Mm-hmm. And they don't make it easy for us either. Like, they really, I don't know. Like, I, for a while, I used Burt's Bees because, like, they were, you know, marked as all natural, you know, all this. And they were, you know, okay. But even them, I mean, you can put natural on something and still have a bunch of words no one's going to know how to say. 100%. <laughs> Because a lot of the times, I mean, even me, I
1: up until this year, I really didn't start paying attention to those things. I just, like you said, the hype buying, <laughs> I love that <laughs> word, I'm going to start using that. I 100% would fall into that trap and just buy things because other, other people were buying them and didn't do the research and didn't pay attention. And and then I would like break out and my face would freak out wondering what is happening <laughs>
2: Yeah. I heard like that too. I think mixing the different products did that to me. Cause like I can only use one thing consistently. And if I keep switch, if I kept switching back, it was like, this doesn't interact well with this one. And yeah, it just wouldn't it be pretty. <laughs> Man. It's difficult to be a girl sometimes.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. It definitely is. So um, let's see, let's talk about what it was like when you guys first launched. Um, How were you feeling? Were people receptive to the idea? Did everything go as planned? People were really receptive. I will say it's
1: so incredible how kind people are. I was nervous, like crazy. I was so scared. I remember even just posting my first Instagram post, not even a product, just introducing myself as a business I was sitting in my bed and I was like okay I can do it I can do it I can do it and I just wouldn't hit post which is so ridiculous but I was so nervous and once I started actually sharing products people were so nice I mean I'm still nervous every single launch even my upcoming September launch really nervous about it Um, because you're putting yourself out there whether it's through any form of art, and I call my jewelry making my my version of art, it's really nerve-wracking to put yourself out there and see if people like it or hate it or want it, you know, and you're asking them to spend money on something that you're creating. So that's a lot of pressure, but everyone has been really wonderful. And I'm really grateful.
2: Yeah, same. Like, I feel like that was the same with me. Um, when I was launching Radiance by Arsama, I just remember... I mean, I thought you guys remember in the group chat I was like, guys, no, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I gotta do it. But I was like, oh, like terrified, like, just like the month before two weeks before two seconds before I was launching, I was like, freaking out. I remember like last second I was making the website. I was like, it has to be perfect. Like everything has to be perfect. And that's just me like my anxiety just literally runs wild. Um, and my hands, like, uh, you know, you have to make your website live for other people to access it. You take the password off. And my hands were shaking just to go and, like, press the button to make it live. It's, like, shaking so bad. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I can't do this. And then I did it. And I'm like, well, I did it. It's too late now. So ugh, it was really, really, um like, nerve-wracking. Um, but it was really received very well. I was, like, very, like, shocked, actually. Because, like, you know, like, you go into it and you're like, okay, well, you know, hopefully like one person gets something and like i'll be happy but i actually had like a lot of support from like the people on instagram um people in our chat that we had um just and other people that i've never met before like you know they we're sharing it posting and i'm like this is this is a lot better than i thought it would be like thank you god like because <laughs> i don't remember i was a wreck and even after like i think it took like two days after it actually launched for me to be like okay we're doing this now. It's real. Like it's happening. Like you're okay. You'll figure it out. You did the first step and that's it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, I feel like getting the website and getting your social media and everything set up to where it's functioning. I remember when we transitioned from using Etsy to using um, WooCommerce is what we use for e-commerce. And I was so nervous. I was like, what if I launch and like it doesn't work and people can't order and so I went on there, and I, like, made it live, like, I think it was, like, after midnight, like, the day, whatever, before. And I was, like, let me just order something and, like, ship it to my friend just to, like, make sure that it goes through. And, of course, it worked, but I was just, like, I have to test it or else I'm going to freak out. And luckily, there's a lot of different ways that you can do that now. This was, like, two years ago, um, and I didn't know you could do, like, with PayPal. There's a way to, like, test it. You can get these um like sandbox keys or something. I don't even know, you just do the research, you Google it, you figure it out. But um, I think initially just doing that is the hardest. And then once it's live, it's really just a matter of kind of managing it and adding new products and figuring out how to make it more user-friendly and you know things like that. So really cool okay let's see the next question is what are some challenges you face since becoming a business owner and how did you overcome them or it could be i'll rephrase it a little bit because i think there's like ongoing things that are always going to be kind of a challenge and then there are things that are specific that have just kind of happened
1: so i'm going to say something that's not maybe like it's it's an unexpected challenge that I'm on social media way too much for my mental health. Honestly, I'm constantly checking and getting on and making sure I can get back to people's messages and I'm posting and finding that balance is really hard and I'm still struggling and I'm doing certain things to find the balance. For example, um, in settings, you can set um, a daily limit to your apps. So I set a two-hour limit. There have been many times where I've clicked ignore for the day <laughs> or add an extra 15 minutes, but I'm trying to find that balance. And then at night, I tried to put my phone across the room or in a different room so I'm not sitting there and scrolling or just soaking up everything right before bed. But that honestly, I didn't expect that to be a challenge for me. And it is a huge challenge. And not only managing my Arnella account, but also now I feel like I'm missing out on my personal friends and family's pages because I'm not on that page as much. So then I feel like I need to spend more time there. And I'm really struggling with that. I actually did come up with, or I didn't come up with this. I actually saw a quote the other day that said, if you feel like you're consuming too much content, you should start creating content. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm gonna try to go into this coming week, weeks, plural, with that mindset of, let's, let's put the phone down, like you're okay. What you need to be doing is creating content and creating value for your followers, not just absorbing everything that's on the internet.
0: Yeah, no, it can be really challenging. I remember when we did one of our first giveaways, and I didn't really expect much out of it. And all of a sudden, I'm getting like over like 500 notifications. And I'm like, Oh, my God. So ever since then, I have my Instagram notifications turned off, like they're not even on. I don't get notified when someone DMs me or does this because you could have them on or make it specific or whatever. But for me, it's not worth it. Like I'm going to go on the app anyway. I'll get back to you kind of when I get back to you. It's hard when you have a business and someone is asking you about a certain product or maybe it's about an order or something like that, which is why I always like, I will say like DM us if you have a quick question, but if it's something specific to an order or custom, I always say like email us because that's by far way better than like trying to scroll through and like find the message and you know yeah kinds of things but um I totally get what you're saying and I think setting like the daily limit and everything can definitely help out but yeah I just have my notifications off because I'm like
1: I need to do that
0: like it is but a lot of times I'll post something and I might stay on for the first you know like 15-20 minutes and then I get off because it's just too much for me I don't know That's just how I am. Like, of course, I'm active on it. But I literally, a lot of the times when you see me post something, I, like, get off the app right after. And then I go back and check it later because it's
2: just a lot going on. Yeah, Yeah, I started doing that. You did? Yeah, I started, like, muting stuff. Because, like, I mean, how many conversations do, like, how many are we in all together at this point? And there's so much that goes on. And I'm just like, I can't do this while I'm at work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My phone's, like, constantly going off. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: uh, I- I'll
2: also, I'll also say that
1: it's different now that I'm working from home because of everything going on. Um, at work, I'm, I put my phone in my purse or if I have it on my desk, it's facing down and I'm working and yeah, I'm still working during the day, <laughs> but it's so much easier to just like get on my phone quickly. And I feel like that's all I'm doing. I'm, like, I'm sitting on my computer. I'm sitting on my phone. I'm sitting just lounging around the house. And yeah. I've definitely been trying to get away. You know, I need some space. Like, we need a break. <laughs>
2: it's so easy. It is so, so easy just to get lost in the Instagram sauce. Like, you just, like, you're going through the feeds, and it's like, oh, this person got engaged. Oh, my gosh, she got a new puppy. Like, it, you just get yeah, so... <laughs> So like overwhelming. It's like oh my gosh, you can't you can't reach everything at once.
0: Yeah. So and then I know um, you wrote down that shipping was kind of an issue as well, especially recently with the whole like defunding of the USPS.
2: Yeah. And see, like, because I I mean before this, like I haven't I mean to be really honest, I have not sent anything ever <laughs> like by mail like that. So I was never using the mail. Um, but what I found is like, a you know, I heard about what's going on with USPS, so I wanted to use them. I've been doing priority shipping and it, I mean, some of the products are coming. And I mean, I researched the containers before I got them and they're not meant to be, you know, dented. They're not supposed to do that. The glass ones are not supposed to break They're heavy duty glass. So when I saw like some people were saying like, oh, we got our product and it's like dented a little you know it kind of hurts because it's like I spent so much time getting these containers and I'm using USPS because I feel you know we need to help them right now you know like the defunding that's going on I don't want them to go away completely so if I can make any kind of help if I can help at all during that like I will but what I'm finding is um like the other like literally was it like two days ago I had someone who's like oh hey I ordered August 27th when do you think it'll be in and I'm like August 27th someone ordered like four days ago and already got hers. So let me, and, I mean, this person lived in Georgia, Georgia and Florida. There's no reason it should take two weeks. So I looked into that and I mean, it ended up res- coming in, but of course, like at that point, you know, I, here's a discount. I'm so sorry. That shouldn't, that shouldn't be it. That's like, for me, that's not what I want in my business. Um, and like with the containers, like I'm just going to have to do better packaging I'm gonna have to uh, bubble wrap them now and just make sure that they end up okay um my biggest fear was when I saw like a glass container break and I spent like extra money to make sure that it wasn't breakable and somehow they broke it so I'm not sure how that happened (laughs) that's
0: stressful It can be frustrating, but like what I always say, because I've definitely dealt with that before, Um, maybe even people listening have been, you know, it's happened to you, which is unfortunate. Um, Shipping is something that, You know, I'm not the person in the truck delivering the mail. I'm not hand delivering it to you. So it's the one thing that I don't have control over. Unfortunately, you know, you can, like you said, uh, package it as well as you can and make everything look really special and, you know, have that experience for the customer. But at the end of the day, you know, that's just one thing that you don't have a lot of control over. So, kind of have to learn how to manage it. And like you were saying, um, you know, you respond to the customer, you offered her some kind of incentive. That's kind of what I would do. Or like I would communicate, like if there's been a delay, like with COVID, oh my gosh, it was so terrible in the beginning, how long it was taking for stuff. And I at first like contemplated like maybe I don't, not closing down the shop, but pausing like some orders just because it was so delayed. I was like, no one is going to want to order, but people were very receptive after I was like open about how long it would take. I just flat out told them, you know, Hey, it's going to take this long. There's really not much I can do, unfortunately. And yeah, but it can be annoying. Um, especially when you, you know, put your heart and soul into it and then something like that happens, but you just got to kind of work with it. I've had the weirdest things happen with packages before. So, um, I, I don't even worry about that at all. Like Someone ordered something once, and it arrived at the post office. Everything was fine, and then all of a sudden, they kept rerouting it to all these different post offices in the area, and she was like, I still haven't gotten it, so it was just like this whole thing, but anyway, we figured it out, so... It could be just the driver or whoever, honestly. Like, yeah. that's how I look at it. I'm like, well, you know, we're going to figure it out together. Sorry that happened. Like,
2: yep. And like, luckily, like I, anyone that has mentioned it has been very understanding, of course. Um, which is all I can hope for when it, that situation arises. Because like you said, there's really like, I'm not the person delivering it. I will do my best to make sure it stays safe. But I mean, at the end of the day, I can just say sorry and try to make it better for you of course and I mean
0: that's part of building our relationship too like with customers and you might think you know something goes wrong it's the end of the world but then the person's super nice about it and they still continue to order from you so it's really not as bad as maybe you made it out to be so but yeah uh, let's see so the next question is just what advice do you have for anyone out there who is thinking of starting a business, a side hustle, just any words of advice?
1: My advice is just to start, (laughs) you know, sitting there trying to post that first Instagram post. And I was so nervous too. I just want to like rewind time be like, just do it. (laughs) Like shaking myself. Um, because when it's a dream, like, Sometimes it's easier for it to just be a dream, you know, because your expectations can't be shattered. But they should be shattered because the reality is going to be so much better than your expectations, honestly. Um, I have gained a lot of friends. I've gained so much from starting that I did not have six months ago before I started. So I'm incredibly grateful just the fact that I started, honestly. And really, the best part about starting for me, and I know you didn't ask this question necessarily, but I'm just gonna throw this in, <laughs> is truly like how many people I have met, especially Balkan women. Um, I obviously have known we're literally everywhere <laughs> around the world, but like you guys, I consider you guys my friends now and everyone in all of our chat groups, I'm like, oh my God, I, I talk to them every single day. I talk to them so sometimes more than, of my friends that I live near so it's just been so incredible and you just got to start because you're not going to have I wouldn't have this like these friendships and everything that I have today if I didn't just start
2: right yep I think same like I I felt similar experience because it's like we made so many relationships and friendships out of this just because everyone, I feel like a lot of us during, you know, the COVID time, we we're like creating and getting some ourselves better because we had more time to do that. We weren't like forced into working and everything during that time. But um, like my advice for anyone that's watching this, um, do your research and just make sure that it's something that you love and are willing to like put the time into. If you don't have that passion or drive or attachment to the message of your business, I find that it's just going to be harder to execute your ideas, and even harder to get others to believe in your mission statement. Stand by what you're creating. Make sure you're making quality items that have a real purpose and that do the job that you say they will. Uh, above all else, like don't be your own worst hurdle. I know, like we can all psych each other, psych ourselves out, and that has stopped me from doing so many things in the past. And I, I'm refusing. To let it do that to me going forward. Um, and I just hope that anyone who's listening to this, if you have an idea in your mind on something you want to do, I really hope you find a way to make it happen. But please don't let yourself be the reason that you don't go for it. Um, I always saw creating as a thing that um, when you create something, it's a piece of you like never actually leaves the world. Like there's always your legacy left behind. So if you're looking into doing something like that, Coming from the most anxious person ever, just do it. Just just go out there and do the dang thing. Sema, that was beautiful. Okay? You basically <laughs> just, like, made me
1: sound dumb. No. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> no, you made me sound, no. whatever you just said was beautiful. Like, let's just leave no. it at that. You, <laughs> that, was, that was perfect. I
2: love that. No, oh, you're don't be your own worst. You're my biggest sure supporter.
0: <laughs> you can encourage someone like, you know, as much as you want to, but like it's up to you to actually take that action and do it for yourself. So I think that's that's really awesome. And I'm thinking for the sake of time, we can just kind of wrap it up and do kind of like the outro. Um, I feel like we don't need to have number seven. So Um, Yeah, I'm going to put everything in the show notes of the episode. So for anyone listening, if you want to get in touch with Arnella or Resema, you can um, do the show notes thing on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I'll have their Instagram, Facebook, email, website, um, pretty much everything you need to get in contact with them, check out their store, that kind of thing. And Trying to think if there's anything else. Um, I just want to thank you guys for being on the podcast. I think this was a really great, genuine conversation. And I'm hoping that, you know, someone, even if it's just one person out there listening, um, this inspires them to start their own business. And if that happens to be you, definitely tag all three of us and let us know. And we'll support you. Yeah, Yeah, we will. Literally, (laughs) we will. (laughs) Trust me. That's the best thing, though, about this is because whenever I see, like, when I first saw your earrings, I was like, oh, my God, these are so cute. I have to get them, you know, and I didn't really know, like, who you were or anything at all, but I was just like, oh, this is so cool. This girl, like, started her own thing, and that's kind of been the pattern for every single person that started something. I'm like, I have to get something from them. Like, I can't not get something, you know? Sisterhood. (laughs) yeah. But after you do that, I feel like it starts this, like, stream of just, like, good luck starts to come your way. Either, you know, that person will buy from you, or they'll refer people to you, and it's just, it's like this full, I don't know, full circle. Like, everything just kind of starts happening, which is really great, so... Thank you guys so much for being on the episode. If you're listening, there will be a joint giveaway um, between both their businesses. Hopefully the day that this episode goes live, if it's not already live, um, I'll definitely have that on our Instagram story. So be sure to check that out. And if you're interested in being featured on an upcoming episode, you can actually send us an email. It's hello at BalkanBread.com. Dot com send us an email and have the subject line be podcast so thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you in the next episode bye everyone